do, what it do, what it do. Welcome to another episode of Pull Up Podcast. Pull up. Pull up. Pull up. It's the Pull Up Podcast where anybody can pull up and talk about whatever it is. Uh, you know. That's on their mind. Yes, sir. And right now, we're going to get some introductions going on so you can know who we is up in this piece. Absolutely. I go by the name of Kendall Benz. I go by your boy VIP, the very intelligent player. <laughs> Scooter Beasy. And the one and only Yogi the Great. Let's get a round of applause for these for these players out here today. Amazing. 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 <laughs> amazing. Amazing. <laughs> I had the wrong way. button. There you go. Always on time though. <laughs> yeah. So what it do though, fellas? How y'all week been and how you join your weekend and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Man, uh, since the last time we were together, you know, had a f- few uh low points, but I know that's part of life. So we had a few funerals, you know. Oh, yeah. No Got doubt. them out the way, you know, just trying to build back up that morale that we yeah. lost with the, the stress of the, of the weekend. But other than that, you still got to get up and be like, you know what? I'm still marching, so we got to keep on for the ones that just left us, you know? Okay. Hey, I was baby free this weekend. Uh-oh. <laughs> what about you guys? What you had going on, Yogi? I'm baby free every weekend. Hey man, your jits grow. Had a blessed weekend. Um, all I do is relax. I'm, I'm I'm a single parent of two grown teenagers, so you know I just binge watch. You know, I cuddle in the bed. You know, had my little Reese's brownies and my <laughs> little uh, my extreme airheads. Um, you know. Pretty much nothing. Got fat. Probably gained about 10 pounds. That sounds fun. I know. I ain't did much this weekend, you know. Went to go see my son. Yeah. How's he doing? He's a month old. Okay. You know. Congratulations. Getting up there and wait. Ha- happy month day. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. I made that up. Yeah. Appreciate it. Put it on a t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. I wait till we're about four pounds so he can come home. But, okay. he, you know, he's getting close. He's close to three now. Yeah. So okay. it is what it is. Yeah. That's special, a beautiful thing. Special shout out. We got Lil V in the house. Yeah. And Larry chilling in the cut. Pull up. Pull up. Who pull up on us, man? Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> we got the Ruben Cuban in the in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do get a little stupid sometimes. For real, for real. All right. So how are we gonna kick this thing off today? Okay, I guess we can go right on there up into uh What's been on my mind with some of these past little things I've been seeing online? So, I seen this one post, you can say, I guess, about this female who uh, got stranded at All-Star Weekend. Oh. I know you're talking about. I ain't heard about this. Man, so. Somebody touched her. No, no, no. Let him speak his speech. Oh, no. yes. So, what happened was, you know, All-Star Weekend went down over the weekend in Atlanta. One particular all-star girl allegedly got stranded in ATL and created a GoFundMe asking for help to what? get back home. I saw the GoFundMe. I did what? See to get back home. Why Feel- would she do that? <laughs> the woman by the name of Yaz shared her story via GoFundMe page, and it went viral. I mean, people were just dropping money in there. <laughs> so with that being said, I just came, in my mind, from you, from a fella's perspective, like, what are we doing out here? Like, how you go nowhere with no cash? 
is the thirst that real? That's my first question. Is the thirst that real? What you think about that, uh, Kendall? I don't know what the whole story is. Did she go there with a dude and he just said, yo, you know what I'm saying? She didn't want to put out for the weekend or something. That's a possibility. It might be. It, that could be a possibility, but I, I I see it as a come up for her. Speak on that. Because she took the festivities, the 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 energy from the festivities and, and made revenue out, out of a almost a damsel in distress. You know, when you say the thirst is real, the the thirst has turned into an enterprise. Hmm. Oh. You know, it's how can I manipulate you to get this or get to this place? Hmm. So I look at it from that perspective. From that perspective. Yeah. Who am I wiser than you? Can I cut you out of this? Hmm. How much money she made? Yeah, it got up to about uh, about twelve hundred. Twelve hundred. I, I look. Twelve hundred. She getting out like a fat rat. What was you to deal with them 1200 VIP? Man, I'm telling you. Definitely would have went and got some green. Got to get that green off real. Okay. And the rest of I probably just shower, shower somebody with some gifts. You know, a special lady. No, but you stuck in Atlanta. In, oh, in Atlanta. No, hmm. you got 1200 What you finna do with those 1200 to get back home? I'm finna kill my ass home. But- we all know it doesn't cost once you bring it down how much it, don't it costs cost that much. It don't cost that much, you know, whether by air or by 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 car rental. Where was she from? Um, That's a good question. Yeah, it depends on what she was from too. So you can fly anywhere in the country for. There's a lot of girls from Houston and Atlanta too. It's so. a possibility. But still, yet I don't want to say I, I don't know where she was from, but yeah. you know, I would say I'm thinking from perspective of Florida. Okay. Oh, let's, okay. Let's just say she's from Jacksonville. Gotcha. You know that that's no a, that ain't no ride. That thirty minutes. And she ain't gained that much. <laughs> you, you can step between kind of lines. I mean, but from, from Florida to Jacksonville, like it ain't nothing. Yeah, it's like a five hour drive from Atlanta. Yeah. Shit, she can catch a bus for sixty dollars. I walk. And now she winning. And kept them two hundred as I mean them twelve hundred like it was a stimulus check. I, I, hey, I was gonna say she sit there long yeah, enough, no. she'd already had the stimmy. Yeah. Okay. Take the bus ticket, eleven forty in her pocket. Hey, <laughs> yes, sir. In there like swim was. But yeah. she was trying to come up, dog. I think what happened was um she was with a certain dude and he swerved I ass. Got another one. No, she probably another with a girl, Snoop Dogg. You got to come with that scenario. Man. If she was with a girl, she started, started some, she started okay, some shit. You got, yeah, okay, if she's the only one that got exposed, just think about the many others that are out there doing the same, that probably did the same thing. Facts. Now, now my, my, my next thought, Scooter B, you uh, give me your thoughts on this. Why, from a guy's perspective, looking at a female, or I'm going to say of us looking at both, both, female and male why is being seen such a thing why because it's it is what it is you know what i'm saying because if you okay let put it in this scenario mm-hmm. if you raggedy as hell i grew up around a lot of women first thing they always tell me if the nigga ain't got on no fresh kicks fuck them yep mm. you know what i'm saying so that's, that's why that, i love yeah. sneakers you know what I'm saying? But yeah, you, so you have to be seen. The cut, not to cut you off, but a woman told you this. When your shoes busted, don't rock with the guy. I, uh, that's not what they're, no, that's no, not what they're doing. No, no, no. I feel what you're saying. No, it ain't easy. 
because it's like two scenarios to every story. There's two sides to every story. Everybody, you might do it one way, they might do it another way. Mm-hmm. I do it because I love it. Fuck what she talking about. Wow. You did? But you just remember that as a yeah. I just uh, remember I, that I remember shit as too a, that you know, a uh, a, you know, women would tell uh, 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 women have told me this. The first thing they see on a man is his shoes. Yeah, okay. to, to determine what type of style he has, to see what type of condition of the shoes is. They dirty? Is they clean? And from there, they can run their own analogy as to what type of dude this is. And you got to realize, dude, women talk worse than yeah. we do. So most most of the, the the street dudes are brought up in the female dominant households. They learn a lot from other females. Correct. Correct. So daddy punk ass. That's left. why you see a lot of like he spoke of the, the shoe fetish. It comes from a a, a traditionalized curse. Fact. Okay. You know, a woman checking the man's shoes. But shoes have evolved. You know, you got the the names now we're chasing labels now but you I, I, oh, I wish i could speak longer about this and i wish i can share, right. share this post that I, I seen about a dude faking had a pair of amazon shoes <laughs> on rapping on stage and 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 one of his female friend busted him wow yeah Heck no. well, yeah went faking too hard but i want to ask you this about why is being seen such a thing it's a confidence boost um, amongst what they consider their peers. If they were your true peers, they would accept you for who you are. Um, chasing a, a certain class or uh, recognition. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see You that. know, one can uh, interpret that, you know, how they choose, but it's just for the, for the, for most, the most part, part. Uh, recognition. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. Kendall, in your, in your mind, why... Is being seen, man, man or woman? Why is being seen on the scene such a thing? Well, the way I look at it is this, right? Let's think about animals, right? We see in the animal kingdom mm-hmm. shit like that all the time. You ever notice? You ever seen a peacock? Yeah, 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 like the bird the peacock. On NBC, right? Yeah, I seen them. Yeah, you ever seen a real one? Yeah, downtown Orlando. <laughs> and I saw one at a popka at the Popeyes. It's funny. It was in the parking lot. Though. Mm. It was a fucking peacock in the po- parking lot, right? The ones that have the colorful feathers, uh-huh. those are the males. Yep. Okay. And what it is, the females are attracted to that colorfulness. Mm-hmm. Being seen. Swag. That swag. You mm. see what I'm saying? A lot of animals in the animal kingdom are just like that. It's all about attracting a mate, right? Okay. I kind of look at it in that those more simpler animalistic kind of situations right there. I look at it like that. And I feel like this, right? The more simple you are, the more basic you act, right? The more animal-like you act, you know? So sometimes just looking at somebody with the way they dress or the car or something like that, you know, that's the way I feel about those situations. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. Simple and basic thinking. Yes. That's why we can't change them hoes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now, last but not least, I feel like, okay, we all have family. We all have friends, right? So that's easier to just be like, how many of us, um, how many of these people do we actually be around on a daily basis that want to be seen such so much? Is it aggravating? Is it 
Uh, you live it's, through it's, them I'm, vicariously, or it's unamusing. No? It's 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 uninteresting. Um, it's something that you wish to speak upon, but at the same time, it's. I said unamusing. It's amusement. Uh, because you want to all because you know you see this this individual trying to chase cloud or whatever mm-hmm. and you already know where where it's going to end up you already know you know this is just how this person is this person is never going to change this person is never going to evolve they're going to they're uh, a figment uh, of of their imagination yeah imagination and uh, the environment yeah yeah um, not to mention, if you look at it this way, right? I I see a lot of people, even if they ain't trying to attract a mate, they just trying to look, get attention. Yeah, right. Yeah. Them them motherfuckers piss me off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I I don't personally need attention. Yeah, you know me. Uh, I just need the necessities. That's a mental health thing. Yeah, yes, me sir. because I'm, I'm I'm able to. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. you when you become like an attention body. whore, you do shit just so people can. Know, or you say you always this you. you ain't even you're not even being real. You don't even give your real opinion. You play devil's advocate because you want people to look at you differently. And those are the most confident, strong-minded individuals that you ever meet in your life. So why they don't act like they're unwilling to comply, unwilling to compromise for whatever reason it may be. Is that a pride thing? I think so. It is a pride thing. I think it's based off how they was raised. Like one parent can say, um, we'll never settle for any other place other than first, mm. you know, could be that type of right, Ricky Bobby. So mm. I, no, I'm just saying, yeah, you know, you. just just that simple, that basic My, yeah. minded. No My, matter how smart the individual may be, or uh, how they you may look physically, they still have that basic mindset. You know, mm. unable to to have an uh, unable to 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 think. Outside of normal circumstances, unable to think for themselves is yeah. the way I see it because it, it pisses me off when you have to go against the grain just so somebody else can notice you. You ain't being real. You're yeah. not being real. Facts. Facts. One hundred percent of the time, you on some bullshit because you want somebody to notice you, or you know. I used to see that shit in the, in in my military days. Right. <laughs> it, it's the funniest thing. It's the biggest motherfucking most cock diesel motherfucker. Always trying to get somebody to notice them. When real bullets start whizzing over their heads. He's the biggest baby. The biggest bitch. The mm. biggest it's that little skinny motherfucker. It's that that little scrawny motherfucker that's gonna that's gonna drag another motherfucker, you know, out yeah. of out of harm's way. Napoleon syndrome. Yeah. That heart. That's that's an all us short dudes. <laughs> it's the short, skinny, it's that motherfucker you don't think have enough strength in his body, but he will daggle probably Save like ten five lines. five and yeah. up. I mean five five to five seven short dude syndrome. And the right fights. <laughs> we ended the winner. Stupid. Every side to them boys, man. Ask them gals. We 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 ended for the we ended the fight. So we might not get it again. So the so to close off on that, man. We, how, we just basically see that um, Miss Yaz, you know, I'm not trying to put you out there, baby girl, but hey, for you to have that pride to even ask for help to get out of a, a situation that you had. If it was a real situation. If it was a real situation, or like my boy Yogi say, if it was just a money grab. It's brilliant. I, I still give you your flowers and 
Yeah. And, and, and applause on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just one that cash. We give them amazing. Yeah, amazing. Yes. amazing grab. I, I like the way that conversation went. Mm -hmm. You know, it was not so much putting the individual down, but just thinking about the game. Facts, yeah, facts, you know, facts. from the situation. That was all um, game. All right, we back at it. We back at it on the pull up podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who we got them pulled up on the mic right now? Huh? Skirt, skirt. Go ahead and state your name, brother. I don't have a name. He's just that guy. He's just that right guy. Now. That guy. That guy. <laughs> That's what we go call him, that guy. Shouts out to that guy, man. He pulled up on us today, man. That guy, a.k.a. L.M. Slims. Yeah, man. He pulled up on us bearing <laughs> gifts. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, all the time. Sure. That guy. That, that guy. guy. <laughs> that guy. All right. I got a topic. Yes, yeah. sir. And I asked wifey about this topic. Oh, okay. I was like, hey, give me a topic. What do you want? What, what do you want to hear us talk about, right? And she said... She said she wants to know how we define uh, relationship roles. Relationship roles. Relationship roles. Yeah. Hmm. Roles you play in a relationship. How, how do we define those relationship roles? So uh, whoever want to jump in first. I'd like to hear somebody else's opinion on it first so I can know where to go from. Let me uh, premise it a little bit from where she was coming from, right? Okay, yeah. You know, certain relationships, how people decide, hey, the man going to do this, the woman going to do that, such and such and such. And she want to hear opinions from men of what relationship roles should look like. Hmm. hmm. I know. A woman always find a way to stump a brother with a question. I know, right? Yeah. I think a lot of us just hit that blob moment like to where like they're really question our intelligence well i'll start off like this then i don't i don't mind a woman being a breadwinner okay me either i'm i'm, I'm comfortable with i'm comfortable with my my myself her money is my money and vice versa <laughs> yeah for real for it's real. all yours baby facts I'm, I'm with i'm with you on that that doesn't make you a beta no it does not you know what i'm saying especially if and they scream equality. They want to do this. They want to do that. So be it, right? So go be ahead it. and go ahead and make as money as much money as as I do, and or so or whatever, right? If you make more money than me, they even better. Facts. I think it becomes a problem when they're more so strong headed than strong minded. Yeah, that, that, that's what a problem. Yeah, lies. they look at your your financial disadvantage and become and utilize it as a tool to insult. Your credibility, mm -hmm. and not not so much as it well also with insulting your credibility, but they believe since they make the most money, they should, you know, they should be the final word on everything. Correct, and I don't think that's necessarily correct. No, right? no, that I feel that's where I'm sorry to cut you off, but I feel like that's where you uh, still have to give that man his due diligence, whether he has the higher income or not, to be a man absolutely I, I i'm a big proponent of feeding off strengths right if i know my wife is good at one thing then i think she should take the lead on that thing yeah, right of course Facts. but she has to realize that there's some things i'm better than her at and i should be able to take the lead we should be able to you know what I'm saying pass it off you know what i'm saying yeah hike the ball if we need to whatever it is right and here's an experience that I went through with my ex-wife, right? My ex-wife was about seven years older than me. Okay. So no cool. matter what I said, 
no matter how much I said it, no matter how right it was, she felt like she should always be leading everything. Even if we were, you know, talking about standing up and peeing, right? Obviously, I'm the expert on that, right? Right. You see what I'm saying? But to her, because I was younger than her, she act like she should be the one that's always overstanding everything. And it got to a point where at the beginning of the marriage, I was cool because I was young. I married her when I was 21. Mm-hmm. But man, somewhere around when I got 23, I was like, or, or some, you know, upper age, I was like, yo, I'm tired of doing shit your way. Because mm-hmm. your way ain't you working. You started finding yourself. I started finding myself. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't willing to deal with that. And that's why she's my ex-wife. Facts. The biggest part of why she's my ex-wife. Facts. Because she wasn't able to deal with me becoming a man. And I just didn't need that standing over me anymore. Debbie Downer. Yeah. Mm. No mm. matter what I did, it didn't matter. You that. ain't going to be sh- Pretty much. Unless it's through me. Yeah. Bullshit. Anyway. So, <laughs> so your wife's question again. Mm-hmm. What, what's My the current qu- wife. Your current, let's, yeah, let's I'm sorry. Ahead. I'm sorry. Your current wife. What's the question again? So I can try to give my. She just want to hear our, uh, our opinions of relationship goals. I can't speak on it. Okay. Well. Yeah, but you can. Because you know what you're looking for. I'm, I know what I'm looking for, but. And I think you could speak on it more than us because, well, I ain't going to go there, but let's just say. I'm, I'm, I'm a uh, very uh, specific individual. Um, my my taste may be, you know, good and or bad at the same time. I like a mm-hmm. little, you know, ghetto, a little bougie. You know, a little ratchet, a mixture, you know, someone that acts like me, basically. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't like someone that's serious all the time. You know, know the difference. Know when you lies come to sense. A woman lives in a different reality than a man. True. Especially a single one. Mm-hmm. So Speak on that. If you're un- unable to, to basically exude in that reality or or um be accustomed to it you're just another innocent bystander they're on to the next and that's where i believe in my my theory i think a woman has more bodies than a man Hmm. because of that process a woman it's routine routine for them because you you will never meet a woman uh, standards or qualifications of being that ideal dude that they want to marry. Let me see if I can break it this down. Mm. Right. So you, what right. you're saying, I'm the new single woman, by the way, Got what you. you're saying pretty much is that a single woman is looking for a dude to fit in her life as is without her having to change who she is at all. Correct. And I think that's a problem. I think so too. I, I, Cause I think most of the problems that come in a relationship is because of, uh, uh, you guys not being as compatible as you think you are, right? Some people like women, some women like to force fit, mm. you know what I'm saying? A square into a, a, a circle, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or, or, or round, a, a square into a round peg, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what happens is, is that it's like, okay, I can trim down the edges over here and make this work. No, 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 no. You need to find somebody who's, who's going to like you for who you are as you are. Mm. And so be it. Right. And sometimes right. that search for compatibility is the key. Yo, check this out. I got a phone call. I want to <laughs> say Friday night. Right. 
I haven't dealt with this this female, this individual for, I mean, since last May. And, you know, our relationship was just a sexual one. Um, okay. We had maybe two or three visits. Um, I didn't vibe with her because of her. Um, she was a bit aggressive, um, more uh, very controlling. Um, just because we have sex doesn't mean we're in a relationship. Um, so just to piggyback off mm-hmm. of what Ken, Ken was saying, um, you know, uh, these new age women, um, they take the word independence and and utilize it as an uh, anthem for a living. Mm. Mm. So that's deep. Um, that is real. That's real deep. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> if you screaming independent, and then you in a relationship, and you're yeah. still screaming independent, yeah. What are we doing? Yeah, yeah. What are we doing? That's yeah. against the grain. Yeah, because yeah. uh, you know what that is. Stupid. I, I, I really do think oh, yeah. so. I, I really do think so, brother. <laughs> so my thing take on relationship goals from a male's point of view is, I look at it as we should. You know, depending on the relationship, you guys determine what the the rules and the sets of what's going to be. In my perspective, my wife handles everything, but we meet up and we both discuss on what we're, the plan's going to be. And we meet up again for the final decisions of what the plan's going to be. Mm. But yes, do I trust her opinion on everything? Of course. She hasn't led us wrong. And when she it, it's, it's a situation where it did go wrong, hey, it's more good than, than bad. So gotcha. you you ride with the hot hand. Yeah. That that it's the team. team. That that's the opposite. I mean, that's a woman that that's in control of the situation, but is able to mm-hmm. compromise to to meet the needs of her partner mm, while accepting his his ideas and concerns uh without you know making in, any rational decision going forward mm, facts, uh, facts. so that's i'm okay with that type of situation but so like just, i said that situation about you calling me out the blue saying uh what we're gonna do is we're going forward with this or uh i mean that's, yeah, that's, that's not how we start off. Yeah, that's you, not a we. That's some scary stuff. That's yeah. not even we though. Yeah, why even say we? I'm like, man, I forgot about you. Yes, I mean, yeah, I know who you are, but yeah, um, some of you guys know her too. But yeah. you know, it's all good. Let's see what that so, guy thinks. That guy, I have no opinion. <laughs> your your opinions are valid, and will be no, accepted sir. amongst us, bro. You'd be amazed at how valid your opinion would be, though. Seriously. And being team. Being all a team. Okay. Okay. Hey, that's all it needs to be. Now, here's one thing. To end everything off on this thing here, I talked about my my former marriage as as opposed to my my marriage now. Now, here's the crazy thing, right? I told you my ex-wife was seven years older than me, right? And she treated me a certain way, which I didn't want. I don't want to wish that on anybody, right? I am 11 years older than my current wife. 11 years, right? Right. 
And I've been, we've been rocking together for at least the last 11, 13 years now. Mm-hmm. Right? And I've, I've watched her grow. And if I was to discount or just push off her growth, then we wouldn't be where we are right now. Mm-hmm. Right? So I had to actually kind of cultivate her in certain situations where she could lead. Because there's certain situations, like I said, right? I think she's better at this, but she doesn't think she's better at that yet. So I created the situations or helped create the situations where she would have to lead, you know, because I just felt mm-hmm. that she would do this a lot better than I could. Like, she, like ugh, she could be getting paid pennies, but she can still find a way to save a lot of money. You know, like I like she's saving more than she makes. Exactly. Right. It's the craziest thing ever. I don't even know how that works. Yeah. And I've it's like when we it. did our wedding. Right. I couldn't even tell you how we was going to come up with that money. When she first told me, yeah, it's going to cost this much. I was like, how in the hell are we going to come up with that money? And majority of it was her. She made it happen. She made it happen. And then, you know, I, I, I had to make one or two sacrifices that she promised me that was going to be worked out in the end, right? Like, for instance, remember that console I used to have? Mm-hmm. That audio console? I love that thing, man. Right, right, right. I sold that to a homeboy that wanted it so bad. And I didn't want to sell it. But it was the last two grand we needed for the wedding. So I sold it to him. I even got to a point where I was able to buy it back from him, but he didn't want to sell it. Mm. But she made up for that for me. And I was like, okay. That's that team shit That's we that talked team about. Shit. And we took that and we grew that into other situations. You know what I'm saying? Like like buying this house that we, we'll be closing on in a month. So uh, all that shit just came through. And, and, and it's like, it wouldn't have happened that way if I wouldn't have pushed her to lead us. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to do to her that, that was done to me. That's dope and deep. Yeah. yeah. Man, I, I'm all about moving forward. And I'm all about recognizing my weaknesses, but also recognizing her strengths for the betterment of us. Of course, of course. It's all about that. Like, with me... I fight back no matter what the decision is. It's like, why this, why that? Why this, why that? I just want to know. I go against the grain. But ain't nothing wrong with that. That's right. your competitive That's just That's exactly. And There's nothing wrong with you wanting the explanation, wanting to understand the plan. Yeah, yeah. But then in the end, I end up doing what was decided because it made it more sense. Yeah. Or, ain't nothing worse than being in a relationship with somebody and you, the two of y'all sit down and make a plan. Uh-huh. And somebody freestyle without even, you know, my ex-wife used to do that so much. We sit down and we're going to do it this way. Next thing you know, she done changed all the decisions without even talking to me. Facts. And then just expect me to roll with it. That bullshit. That's that bullshit. You know what that is? Stupid. All the way. All the way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Let's move into another topic, eh? All right. All right. What's good out there, y'all? Before we get started, we'd like to give a shout out to our sponsors at 517 Exclusive Events, where they're professional, punctual, and love to party. Check them out on Instagram at 517 Exclusive Events or email them at 517 Exclusive Events at gmail.com. Again, 517 Exclusive Events at gmail.com. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love it. You know what I'm saying? Check them people out, man. They uh do good things. I had them do a few parties for me, and it was amazing. 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 I heard amazing. about them. Yeah, they, they dope. They dope. They did a party for me. Yeah? Yeah. 
How did it go? Man, they went, man, I'm telling you, man. We had the red carpet. We had the rope. We had, it was off the chain. Seems dope. That's what's up. I went to a costume party they had back in the day. It was a Halloween party, man. It was, it was dope. Like it was, it was, it was, it was dope. Yep. Th- that guy was there. That guy. That guy. Yeah. That yeah. guy. That guy pulled up. Yeah. As a bar of soap, one of <laughs> boy, a fresh bar of soap. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. I was at that party. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so shout out to uh five seventeen man exclusive events. Y'all y'all do y'all thing out there. I had a bad hair, hair day. <laughs> We're going to definitely bring more parties y'all way, man. Oh. Appreciate y'all. Mm-hmm. What's that next topic, though? Yo, you're right, great. So. Show us what you got for us, big dog. He forgot again. It's all good. <laughs> he was talking about the uh, the age on adults being. What's the age limit um, should be for adults that want to have kids? The age limit? Yeah. Like cut off. Like there should be age limit. Why you think there should be age limit? What can a sixty-year-old, seventy-year-old, newly parent do? But how can they raise a child? I don't know. From my opinion, I think they could raise a child better. Their bodies are deteriorating. Fine, but the knowledge. Yeah, the knowledge is there. The knowledge is there. If they can make it to at least, I, I say teenage years. But the the child isn't too too that advanced to absorb all that knowledge. They they're. But then the patience. They're there on borrowed time. But they also gonna have the patience though. Oh, okay. Let let me ask you this then. Yes. What about grandparents raising kids? We see that happen all the time. They don't spend as much time. I'm talking about grandparents. My wife was raised by her grandmother. Fully raised by her grandmother. There's a certain type of power here in the South for those grandparents that are still raising um, their grandparents, I mean, grandkids. So there's like some kind of, yeah, some kind of power here. I can't explain it. Gotcha. But any California, you know, them dry, them dry <laughs> places where it's real dry, mm. they ain't trying to raise nobody. They, mm, they trying to go play bingo. Uh, go to somebody casino play slots. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, life slows down for you for a little bit. All the mistakes you made as a parent, you can undo with your grandkids, right? Mm-hmm. I only say that to say this because I watched my mother. My mother, hmm, I'm not going to say she was the greatest mother, but I'm not going to say she was the best. There's some stuff she went through. There's some stuff that she had to deal with that did not work out to be good parenting for me and my sister. Mm-hmm. But when she got the opportunity to redeem herself with helping out my sister with my one of my nieces, I mean, she stepped up to the plate and just really kind of corrected all the issues that she did with us. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I'm looking at it from. Now, she wasn't in her 60s, but, you know. I feel like it should be a cutoff point, but I was a, uh, how can I say, my parents were older when they had me. Uh-huh. So, I look at it as yeah, it could be done, but you, you fall through the cracks, you know. How much older do you say? Uh, my dad was forty, my mom was maybe like thirty six. No, I'm 30. thinking about fifty. See what I'm saying? I can rock with that. You I don't see. Rock. I don't see anything wrong with it. I but can rock with that. I just know that like it's 
it's harder. I feel like the kid, you get knowledge, but it also is like you kind of. But wouldn't that balance out though? Yeah, I know where you're going with this. The wear and tear on their bodies, trying to keep up with a young kid. Yeah, that's going to be a little bit of stress. But think about if you had a kid in your 20s, right? They're not going to put a lot of stress on your body, but they're probably going to put a lot of stress on your mind mm. and your patience. Yeah. Yeah. I think it balances out. I think yeah, so. I, I, I was going to speak on the same thing. I think the older the parent is, their tolerant, tolerance is a little bit lower. Um, they're quickly to react to a situation because they want to debt it. They yeah. don't have the time yeah. or the patience. I got you on that. So, And then I work with a lot of uh, older parents on my job. Who wants to be a gr- who wants to be raised by a gr- grumpy grandma? Or gr- you know. But I think that's what's going to take the grumpy. That's going to be an evil child. But that's what. Uh, God damn. <laughs> yeah, we we have issues. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's what's gonna take the grumpy away, though. You know what I'm saying? We got haters in the building. Haters in the building. They come in ghost form. No, but that's a good point, though. I mean, I you know what? I think you ever watch grandparents with their grandkids? Man, that grumpy go away, though. Mm -hmm. It ain't their kids, so it ain't their kids. They only got them for a few moment. I mean, a moment in time. But y'all describing aunties and uncles. No, but no, aunties and uncles is aunties and uncles know they can give their kid get get a kids back. Grandparents want to keep them kids. Yeah, but just you know for the weekend. You know, oh no, man! You let a grandparent tell them they can they can keep your kid for a little bit. They'd be all up on that. Well, well, I, I would say the ones that are settled, meaning gotcha. the ones that are stuck to like that are like old school, like farm and shit. Excuse my language, but. I had just watched that movie uh, with Kevin Costner in it, Let Him Go. I was finna watch that. Man, let me tell you about it, because it's right on your topic. So they got this, they had their son, got married, had a kid. He went out and got on an accident on a horse where he was thrown off the horse and broke his neck. Mm. So now their son dead. All they got and their blood left is their grandson, right? So his widow marries this other dude. They live in town. That's cool. But then grandma go to the grocery store and she see the three of them walking by and she see him smack her grandson and then smack old girl. She don't say nothing. And all of a sudden she go to go bake a cake, take it to their house. They even moved out. They done left. Didn't say nothing. And so they just want to be around their grandson. And they, that's pretty much what the premise of the movie. I ain't no, no spoilers here. But they, the premise is they want to see their grandson and, and they want to take care of him. Yeah. And that when you brought that topic up, that's exactly what I thought about. Older you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Older parents. Yeah, older parents just wanting to, you know, do for their grandkid or whatever, something like that. And it was just it was just like in that specific movie, in the what I saw in the characters is that the loss of their son created a stronger bond to their grandson. Because there there was a void. Yeah. Now, and that was due to a, tra- a traumatic uh, uh, part, uh, traumatic um, incident in in their lives. Yeah. So but they was trying to. to I up. think they was using that child to fill that void. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone got to step up. Yeah, but yep. if it was just under normal circumstances, I don't think 
an older person could care for a a baby. I don't agree with you, bro. I really don't. I mean, I, I, 70, no. All that, they well, need help wiping their, their own. Uh, it depends their on what their de- health depends is. Depends too. So it, it depends on what their health is. So my, my barber. So the mama, the mama wear the pants and the baby boy pampers. Yeah, my barber is seventy eight years old. But, so my, who gonna change who? Put, who's Maybe gonna change who? Get a my, bar- my barber is 78 years old. He's one of those older ones that get around fine. Him and his wife are both the same age. Ain't nobody taking care of them. But those are the the unique individuals. Unique. They, they, they but, are exceptional. But how unique are they? If, let's say, he took care of his health. Yeah. In his 30s and 40s or whatever, he just went and got things checked yeah. up. You know, because you know how we can be sometimes, right? Yeah, we right? stubborn, we're mad. We're stubborn, we don't want to go to the doctor, whatever, but yeah. let's say you was one of the ones that said, I'm going to go to the doctor to get checked up on this, and you just kept everything straight. He told me straight up, he said, look, man, I'm going to be going to cut in hair for another couple of years, and I'm going to stop. You know what I'm saying? I was like, okay, cool. I go to his house all the time, him and his wife, both about pushing 80, but they got one of their grandsons living with them right now. But that's dope to have a seven, eight-year-old uh, barber. Yeah. Yeah. Sharp as attack, man. I I think I own I let him cut my hair because I get more than a haircut from him. Getting in that spirit. Man, this dude got good, some yeah. stories. Got your stories. He got some stories. Yeah. I know it. Love an old head story. For reals. This dude got some stories. Yeah, he from North Carolina and then he moved and lived in Philly for like 30, 40 years. And then he moved down. He'd been down here about 20 years. And he got his grandkid. And he got his grandkid. That so, okay. So. I remember them them barbershop stores. Mm-hmm. Give him a haircut by Sammy and God rest his whole uh, Peter Rabbit. Mm-hmm. You know, old head. Yeah, man, they tell good stories. Yeah. So we got to split decision on the whole on the whole being an adult. Yeah, I, I'm babies. still against. I'm against it, but you know, you you know what what God has for you is for you. So, I mean, I, you can't be the experience because y'all, y'all just quit being nasty, older folks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, the funny thing is, I always hear like a, a, a lot of young folks say, you know, that that okay boomer shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay yeah. boomer, right. Where they just really disregard old people, like yeah. what they got to say doesn't mm-hmm. matter. I don't agree with that. And I, the reason why I don't agree with that is because older people carry knowledge from yes. experiences, right? Experiences you can't open a book and get experience. Right. You can only open a book and possibly get knowledge. Right. But without some experience, you can't even make that valid knowledge. And it's like when you get stories directly from the source, it makes so much sense because an old person can tell you a story that happened to them at one point and they can keep telling you that you know how they start getting forgetful yeah. they can keep telling you that same story over and over again but every time they tell it it means something different because you have gained more experience and you have gotten older that's why i fear for this generation here because they're not going to be able to because they're so they're quick to disregard have that recorded you know experience yeah to 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 relate to a younger generation. Yeah. I mean, to to inform them of certain things. That they, I don't think they're going to be able to have that ability to share that information those of those experiences that they, they went through in their lives. And I think we've seen it more during this pandemic, right? Yeah. Uh, 
I, I think in this whole pandemic, what I saw is people want to preserve older people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And for once, I felt like they understood what it was that they can actually pass to younger generations, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. I was always the kid. I, I stayed with my grandma all the time. That's why I'm feeling some kind of way about your opinion about yep. this, right? Because I spent so much time with my grandmother. And, you know, when it all comes down to it, man, I just love sitting. I, I, my mom used to work at a nursing home with a lot of geriatrics. And I used to go to her job to see how she was doing. Yeah. But at the nursing same nursing home she worked at, my grandmother was there. So I would go to see my moms and then I go sit with my grandmother. So I just got used to sitting around old people and listening to old people and listening to their stories and listening to their experiences and stuff like that. So I just became a part of who I am. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I, that, that's my point. Nothing wrong with it. I was pretty much raised by my aunt, which was my grandmother's sister. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess because me being a, I wasn't a bad kid anyway, so I had opportunities to do whatever the hell I wanted, but I really did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I, I get being raised by somebody older is... It's uh it's a blessing because like I say, you get you get some love now. You get you definitely get that love because they're older. My, yeah. my aunt never even had her own kids. Mm. So for her to be giving me love the way she was giving, that was dope. Not just me, the ones prior to me. So yeah. the whole the whole older thing, I'm with it and against it at the same time. Cause I don't want a lot of the older people who that add stress to their elder years that they should be you know, enjoying life. Enjoying life. I, and I get that. I do get that from this point, right? I feel like if they are able to take on the responsibilities without adding stress to them, more power to the kid. Yes, because that's know? what it's about. But if it's going to put some extra age on you, because what you're bringing up, what that reminds me of is my my wife, she was raised by her grandmother, but she got so sick at one time that she had to sent her to her father up in New York. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then when she got a little bit older, she came back down here and, and everything like that. So, and I remember, I, I probably knew her grandmother for her last seven years. But I want to say at the age of 60 or seven, 70, they're not guaranteed to even experience of being a grandmother or a grandparent. But who's guaranteed to even be a parent? I, I know, I, you know, that's that's also true, but you know, just when we start, when we, I, I think we run into an issue when we start adding expiration dates, yeah, to our elders, yeah, writing them off early, yeah, we, we don't write them off so early. Oh, I'm not writing them off. I, I, you know, my 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 question was just hypothetical. No, yeah. but I understood where it come from because I do. I feel that way. Like I said, I had older parents. Mm-hmm. Like I say, they had already had my my sisters in her fifties. My I oldest mean, sisters in her fifties. In so. my 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 <laughs> mind, um, grandparents are the best. I mean, the, the best teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love growing up under my grandparents. You're right. Um, you you brought up the old ways, yeah. the old traditions. Um, I'm not saying the, that the old traditions are the way you should yeah. live your life, but I will say they um, help mold. Yeah, yeah, it helps mold. But at the same time, I also see where 
they they're to an age where they already live their life. There's a sense of uh, of, of values, yeah, to 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 that they are uh, abide by. I was like past a, those ages yeah. of where they need to, let's say, uh, yeah. uh, uh, be seen. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, be noticed. Yeah, right. They're past that time where they need to be going to the club or anything, so yeah. they can put more energy into the. Because when you leave home, you know how to act. Yeah, in public, yeah. you should. You got you know, the tools. That's that's how the the old you know yeah. the older parents would have raised. You. Yeah. But these new ones, oh, long as they don't kill nobody. Yeah. You gotta, it's a disconnect. You and then on saying? top on top of me being a new father at the age of forty two, VIP, it was what you was telling me about your your parents having you at such an older age that actually calmed me down. Right. Because I was like, man, I'm forty two years old. I don't even be having no kid right now. Yeah. yeah. But hearing that from you just made me kind of settle in and be like okay yeah. I'm good yeah plus did. I read that you know you kind of live longer when you have kids and you're older <laughs> older in your life because it brings more a little bit more joy yeah you know that's what's cool let's stress ain't that right that guy that's what we working that on guy. that guy you got any kids out there that guy <laughs> that guy that and to guy all the ladies right there. out there you know what I'm saying this guy that guy yeah. you know what I'm saying he's uh Same. he's out there yeah you know? He's that guy. He yeah. might be that guy for you. Single. All right. He is single. He is yeah. single. And he's also amazing. Facts. <laughs> That's what they say. That's what they say. But that guy. That guy. That guy. Shots out to that guy. That, that guy. guy. All right. Welcome back to the Pull Up Podcast. This next segment is brought to you by Idol Music. Idol Music LLC is a company dedicated to helping independent artists with different aspects of getting your music off the ground, whether that be actually music production, recording, music business, songwriting, and so on and so forth. All right. You're an independent artist. You're trying to get out there. You need a little help getting it all started. Hit up Idol Music. You can hit us at idolmusic at gmail.com. That is idolmusic at gmail.com. Shots out to Idol Music, man. Big company. I like I like the work they get down with. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They're working on your stuff too, right? Oh yeah. They've been working on a lot of my projects, but this one right here is, is real dope. Like and how they helping you out with yours? Hey, just the, the whole vision and uh sh- being straightforward with me. I mean the, the sound and the way they just bring everything front to the table. Nothing's being done swept under the table, everything is being brought right to you, understanding the game. Making sure all your music, anything that you're doing, audio wise, is just banging. That's I what's mean, up. sharp. And they got you on the business side too, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Taking care of me, helping get stuff situated, keep giving me financially stable. You know. Yeah, there we go. So shots out. Shots out. Are they affordable? No, they're very affordable. Very affordable. Oh yeah. So you got a high quality experience, and it's affordable. Yeah. Sounds like a deal to me. Sounds like a deal. Ain't too many people doing it. Trust me, y'all. They hey, they working wonders over here. You'll hear soon. Yep. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Coming soon, VIP. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> and guess what it ain't? It's bull dookie, man. It ain't that. It ain't that <laughs> at all. What we doing, y'all? Yeah. You got the last topic, right? Who, me? Yeah, you. Me? I thought it was you. <clears throat> what you got on your mind? Me on my mind? Yeah. Let's see what we can do with it. All right, guys. Uh, you know, uh, 
recently released uh, Coming to America on Amazon Prime. Um, you know, I, we shouldn't be plugging them out. They're not our sponsors. But, but we do want to give our opinion yeah. of what we saw there. Yeah. It, it's considered to be the number one movie in the world. Mm. Uh, what are your reviews on the movie as a whole? Uh, what did you like about the movie? What did you dislike about the movie? Um, you know, I, I felt like me personally, I felt like they, they were reaching to reaching for that same feel as they did the first time around. Like they reached too far back with the CGI models. Um, you know, although it, it, it came off well. Um, but you know, I, 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 I got missed reviews. Okay. So so so, Kendall, how you felt about the, about? The- <laughs> I fell hey, asleep look, on it. I thought it was a fun movie, right? In the times that we're living in right now, I felt like it was good for what it needed to be. I wasn't expecting it to outdo the first one. No, 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 no. no. Um, I didn't expect any callbacks to the first one. What I saw is it looked like they were reaching a different audience. Yeah, uh, like a younger audience, and honestly, in my point of view, maybe I might be giving away my age, but it feels like it doesn't take much to make the current, you know, young urban adult Visible. laugh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, visible. It doesn't take much to make them laugh, right? Because think about what they've been laughing at for the past few years, like Nick Cannon's wilding out. And these internet skits that they see. It's more so about roasting. Yeah, it does that, feel that, a lot that's, like that's that. That's the trend now for this younger generation. It, it feel, definitely feels like that. I felt like the original movie was a little more sophisticated. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't even say it was meant to be sophisticated, but it just felt more sophisticated. It was more orchestrated yes. in regards of the... the I say that. The kabooms. Yeah, the, well more orchestrated. Yeah. I felt like they harkened back to a lot of different things. To me, I felt like... Uh, uh, what's her name? What's the what's the chick that played his, the dude's mama? Uh, uh, Jones. The, the, Leslie. Leslie Jones. Leslie yeah, Jones. Leslie I Jones. feel like Leslie Jones, she pretty much stole the movie. Yeah, yeah. She stole yeah. the movie from me. You, I felt I had that same vibe. Yeah, if was, it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be much interested in the movie. I think she was the best part of the movie. I I, I was disappointed by Tracy Eddie. Morgan. Eddie. Yes. I was Eddie disappointed more by Tracy Morgan than Eddie. It, it seemed, to me, it looked like Eddie was trying to let everybody else shine. Yes, it, that, that was the truth, but Eddie seemed robotic to me. He, he almost vampirish. Yeah, I found... Um, <laughs> yeah. I found James Earl Jones more funny than Eddie. Yeah, that was, I, I that was one of my posts. I, I posted, I had, I had a question on Facebook regarding um, the events that transpired. Don't want to put too much information. No about spoiler alert. But my question was, how can you watch your own funeral? That was hilarious to me. I actually thought that was dope. That was dope. I would, and I would, you, I would like that. And then, okay, what <laughs> no about the, the possibility you, you know, I don't want to say anything. What's going to happen to the movie? But you I die at your own. I mean, the funeral that you're watching. You know what it made me think of? I always had this daydream of when you die, your consciousness still lives on, right? Mm-hmm. You know how they say in physics, right? No energy is ever lost, right? And if my yeah. soul is some form of energy, yep. when I die, my body dies. The energy of my soul still lives on. So technically, 
I should be able to watch my own funeral, right? And that's what I thought. That was the first thought that came to my mind when I saw that scene. Like if I was like, you know, some invisible force that couldn't interact with it, but see my own funeral, what would it look like? But how can you confirm that idea? Oh, I can never confirm that idea. I know. So I, I thought it a, was giving me my flowers while I can smell it. <laughs> yeah. Ah, it's a you good know, point to look at. You know Today. what I'm saying? I get to see what, what transpired because I'm not going to see it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I had to give, so, I have the other part that I really like that you mentioned when they did the de-aging thing with the old scenes oh, and stuff the old folks i that, thought that looked I mean, great that was dope me too i it, thought it was, that looked great it was trying yeah. to bridge a gap yeah let See, me tell you how we got here yes for us as, yes i'm oh, sorry for us as people who already seen the movie and for the newcomers who haven't seen the movie this was bridging that gap right yeah there. yeah and i thought that was dope yeah and i thought the uh the uh the barbershop scene just to go in there to see those old characters yeah was dope yeah i, I like, think those characters were great well i had a homeboy tell me shits. i had a <laughs> yeah i know right yeah. i had a homeboy tell me that he thought the story was trashed and i was like the story was i think the overall overarching story was not necessarily trash the execution of it was trash. Yeah, that's what it was yeah you that's felt what like it. he could have used a better act he could have used it DC Young Fly as the for, as, for, as his, for his son, son. yeah, you know, just something different, you know. He, Somebody that can steal the show. He had a lot of different choices. But dude was kind of he, he was kind of unique, corny. I think yeah, he was. It's the Kevin he, Hart type of type. Yeah, of, he brought a certain kind of awkwardness. He feel. brought more acting to the comedy. Yeah. Can I ask y'all a question real quick? I hate to cut y'all off. Who y'all think stole the show? We uh, already said Jones. Leslie Jones. I, I'm sorry, I, I replayed in my mind. Oh, it's Tiana Taylor. Nah. Fuck no. Oh, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Snipes. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's when he a, came it's, in marching sideways. Yeah. Hey, that shit was dope. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he had like all different hairstyles. <laughs> oh, man. That, that, yeah. Wesley Snipes did this, this thing. He stole the show from I, me. Yeah, like, yeah, I was like, right. oh, because he, he. You wasn't expecting we, that from him. Nah. But you know what? But we should. He's a dope ass He's actor. He's a method actor. You know who said it best, though? Motherfucking uh, uh, Michael Blackson. You remember Michael Blackson was his like yeah. hype man. Yeah. Michael Blackson was on the Gary Owen podcast, oh. and he said that the only role that Michael Blackson said the only role he could have played was either Wesley Snipes' character or the character he actually did play. Yeah. And he said after seeing Wesley, he was like, "Ain't no way in hell I could ever did that." Nah. He was like, "Cause he he believes that Wesley Snipes different is, coming relief, but." Yeah, he West, believes that Westlife is the best best black actor of our generation. Facts. And I could kind of, I agree with him. Him facts. and Denzel. Facts. I agree. Yeah. Not he black. Just, you, he has more action than Denzel. Denzel yeah. is more pecan tan. We're talking about black. <laughs> but you also got to give uh, Wesley Snipes his black. props, though. Because he, he, he came to the game with more than just acting. It's what it's Wesley Snipes or Tay Diggs. Oh, my no, God. Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs. God. No, that's when. You know, oh, okay, okay, yeah. black actor, because he's not good. Yeah, yeah. Omar Epps. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, hold up, now I like Omar. Epps. Me too, but this last not, one, not, did, yeah, the last one did is horrible. You talking the one with Neil Long yeah. when he was crazy? Yeah, that was that yeah. was hard. That, that was that wasn't that good. That was like a lifetime. Hey, what about what about the one black actor that everybody forgets his name? Um, Bokeem Woodbine. 
Bo King, what? Y'all don't even know I ain't who mad I'm talking at about. You. Tupac video. Oh, yeah. Caught I, up. Uh, motherfucking Caught can't up. get right in can't life. Get right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's that's Topo. That's Topo from off the freeway. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody ever remember that motherfucker's name. You, you seen Freeway? Yeah, when he yeah. played uh, 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 Vanessa's boyfriend? That motherfucker, damn. She, she was a Vanessa that's uh, uh, that was played by. Uh, uh, legally blind chick. Um, legally blind chick. Uh, what is her name? Reese Witherspoon. Reese, yeah, Reese, Reese, Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, one of her earliest movies, Freeway. That movie is so funny. Yeah, is. I mean, dude, if you want a good laugh, I mean, you want to see a real crackhead, I mean, hooker, but, I mean, prostitution. But to get back to yeah, Wesley, right? right? You know what the part about this movie, about Wesley Snipes' portion that really stands out to me is that the last movie he did before this movie, uh-huh. he did with Eddie Murphy, and he did with the same director, mm-hmm. Craig Brewer. Uh, Dolomite. Dolomite. Dolomite is my name. And he and he showed out in that, too. It, but, it, but, but he would play two totally different actors. But you notice, characters. you notice why he's doing these black movies? Why is that? Because he's, he's often... Uh, tagged as a uh, uh, black actor having a non-black uh, female uh, interest. Basically, he he attracts a, a more of a white audience than a black one. Um, so these last two movies he did, but that's all based on what he's done. Before. I think him 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 and uh, to me, I I think him and Eddie are in cahoots because I think Eddie feel like they lost a portion of of, of the black audience. Thank you. I believe him and Eddie are in cahoots because Eddie understands what Wesley was before Wesley went to jail, right? And then what Eddie was years ago, right? Before Wesley went to jail, he was the man. Mm -hmm. And Blade really put him on top. Yep. Blade really put him on top. And then on top of that, right, here's the thing, right? We always talk about how black folks have to do a little bit more to get noticed. He's a real action star. I ain't talking about no fake action star. The motherfucker knows like four different forms of martial arts. They wanted to give that role to someone else. What, which which role? Um, Blade. Blade. It, but he knows four different forms of martial arts. He's from guess where he's from? Orlando. The old the old town, right? Jones. And when do we ever see his action other than like Passenger Fifty Seven? What was the one he did with Stallone? Um, Demolition Man, Demolition Man, dope ass movie. Yeah, dope he, ass he, movie. Was, he was smooth in that movie. Uh, he, but Nino Brown, come on, you can't forget yeah, about Jack Nino City. Brown. Dope, top top role, classic, classic role. Yes, it's bigger than Nino Brown. Made, made you want to be a drug dealer. But when he did Blade, <laughs> most black folks was like, okay, Man, this okay. makes sense. Well, not, I think a lot of black people were taking back because we we never really. See, I mean, other than a black, us black super, superheroes. A superhero, superhuman uh, hero. Uh, we've seen black actors play hero roles, you know, in gun battles and stuff like that. But to see someone fighting as a superhuman, you know, was puzzling to us. Very, so, very. You know, so I Way think it was, it was, we were hesitant before being receptive of him being that. Now, yeah. let's talk about an actor that's very similar to him. Can do the comedic, can do the drama, and do the action and the martial arts. Who Who's another actor that could do that? When I call him out, y'all gonna be like, oh. Hold on. Y'all gonna be like, oh. White or black? Black. 
talking about Jahad White? Michael Jai White. Michael Jai White. Michael Jai White. Yeah. Another dude that could pull off he comedy. Played, yep. He could pull off. And he's martial, He's a martial artist. Yep. He's just too, like, muscle-toned. Like, he's, he's pretty good at what he do, though. Yeah. yeah. That's my action. dude. Like, like, but even a comedy, like, why did I get married? Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he played he, that. I think he that, the shit out of that. That was a different role for him because he was also, you know, like the 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 lead uh, action guy in the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then, but yeah, it, why did I get married? Or, he didn't really do any action. No, just, but it was just him. He was more comedic. Yeah, like showing his more uh, of this is who I am. You know, he's more I, of an actor than most people give him credit for because, of like, when you look at something like Black Dynamite or something like that. Yeah. Like, I thought that shit was hilarious. I, Dynamite. I, I couldn't watch it. What? You could watch Black no, Dynamite. Man, I like I'm that not, part. He said, "I threw that shit before you came in the room." I'm, I'm, I'm not attracted to those clothes. Oh my god! You, oh, it's you a like, seventy you movie like though. Shit? I can't get to it. Like the whole seventies. The whole seventies. I, I, I hate the seventies. So you didn't like Dolomite was my name either. Huh? I hate the sixties. I hate the seventies. Wow. Like I'm a true eighties baby. Man, like, I hate 80s. Shots out to the 80s, baby. Now, now 50s. I, bro, I 50s. Hate, you, you watch some shit from the 50s, but you don't like 60s or 70s. I do not. So you didn't watch uh, WandaVision? No. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. He know what it is. Yeah. That, that's on Disney. Um, Disney Plus. Yeah, but I didn't want to say their whole name because they ain't paying us. Yeah, for Ooh. real, for real. We might be in the old town, but they ain't paying us shit. They ain't paying us shit. <laughs> yeah. Didn't don't pay no don't keep the lights on y'all. They sure don't. Yeah, they uh, damn sure don't. You know the funny thing is, I love movies. I love period pieces. Yeah. But I love the sixties and seventies. Yeah. Depicted in movies like um, what's the one that came out on HBO Max? Judah and the Black Messiah. You didn't like that? I haven't watched it yet. You ain't watched it yet. I try. You to, ain't I, watched it. I try to stay away from. Oh, well. That Black Panther joint. You know what? I'm gonna tell you something. It took me a while to to respect movies like Dead Presidents. Gotcha. But like, I didn't like it when it first came out. I'm like, where's it going? But there was a message in that movie. Gotcha. gotcha. You know, you know, uh, basically shedding light on his journey. You know, um, going to Nam or or mm-hmm. whatever that war was at that time. He wasn't even drafted. He was, yeah. but he volunteered. Yeah, volunteered and came back like, Couldn't you know, with, with PTSD. Mm-hmm. You know. That was before we, um, anybody came, was even really talking about PTSD. He came back a man. Love as a boy came back as a man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chance House said, yeah. look what I came back in the world. Yeah. Blood. Yeah. <laughs> blood. Blood put that thing on you now. Blood yeah, tried to kill you. He beat his ass with that blood. <laughs> and, it's, and, it's, and man, the reason why I like that movie because the dude he looked up to him was like his, like an OG. I love old, uh, how... Uh, I know he's a old heads mentor, dude, young dude. He's where well, they boing the money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they they don't. They, there was a poster by him. His voice is behind a lot of stuff. Keith David. Yeah, that's his name. Keith yep. David. Mm-hmm. Keith. I know he got two L's. Yeah, he got Keith. two first names. <laughs> Keith. Damn. That's uh. But the back to the movie, right? Back 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 to our boy Snipes. And, and Eddie, look, I think Eddie is still Eddie. I don't care what anybody say. I don't know if y'all do, but I watch a lot of these interviews he do when he put out these movies, like the current interviews, right? right. And he just spontaneously funny with some of the simplest shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yo, man, going the character very fast." Yeah. yeah, 
And he's talking about how he want to come out and do more, it, go back to stand up. I man, I'll be fr- front row to see that. I bet Netflix should do that. Did you know he got ten kids? Yeah. One of them. She's that. pretty. That white one pretty. You know, one of them girls was his daughter. That was, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. She's she was a little chubby. That ain't. I thought it was Bria. Bria is something amazing. That's yeah. the one that looked just like Mama. But she know, favored the Mama too a little bit. Yeah, I know, but you know, <laughs> you this guy, man. I saw. I know, right? I saw Eddie do an interview with Jimmy Fallon, and he did an impression of his brother. Oh, I seen that one. Man, that shit was yeah, spot on. Hide the gun. Yeah, that's yeah. I know that shit was so spot on. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. He told a story told about the, the story. Prince basketball yeah. shit. Uh huh. And I was like, when you hear from Eddie, it's different. It's different, but it's the same story. It's the same as, story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was. It's just crazy how Eddie's memory yeah. is just that sharp. I think that that's when um, he was promoting Dolomite. Actually, no, no, no. He told the story again when he was promoting coming to America. Oh. Hmm. On Jimmy Fallon, yeah, yeah. on Jimmy Fallon, and, and I saw him on Ellen as well. And he just it's some like uh, uh, he did the shit with Seinfeld uh, what, about a year or two ago. Yeah, uh, comedians and cars uh, grabbing coffee. It was just to see him and Seinfeld just driving. Because I don't know if y'all ever watched that on Netflix. Yeah, right? I watched it. Seinfeld yeah. will go pick up a comedian, a fellow comedian. He's and, not funny to me. And the crazy car, yeah, Seinfeld uh, shit. His show is. The show is. I think Seinfeld. The show is. Him as a stand-up comedian, though. But the show is based off his stand-up. It's it's based off. It's it's, based off. He's putting it in picture, but as far as okay, 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 I get where you come from. You know, there's a sound bit. But when he's around other comedians, Mm -hmm. that shit is hilarious. When him and Eddie just riding around in the car and they just observing shit. It's the tone. It's the tone for me. It's just like it's like, it's like there, there's one portion him and Eddie was like, look at these two bums talking to each other. It's like, what look are they doing? Is one giving the other one advice? That shit was you, you hilarious. To me. <laughs> I put a, car- a cartoon character over his face. Like hey, seriously, hey, but the white folks Seinfeld is king. He is. When you getting paid with a, a mini, at that time he was the highest paid uh, comedian on t- on a. Um, that, on, here's another question about Seinfeld. You ever seen him in a movie? Mm-mm. No, but the B movie. Seinfeld ain't never the did movie. a movie. The B movie as yeah. a voice? As a voice, but Seinfeld don't do movies. Yeah. What black comedian could he ever do that? He said, I don't do movies. I know one black 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 uh, actor who can say he's the highest gross uh, Sam. Yeah, not he, but his movies, not him. His who that? Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, that's what's up. That's because Sam makes so many damn movies. Um, the Rock movies got clout too. Yeah. I was arguing with somebody the other day about Sam and movies that he always his characters are not that different than his himself. But if you really pay attention really closely, they are different. It's like how can you put so much of you in the character and still be different? He's very intelligent. You know. Yeah, I can see that. Um, you know that motherfucker seventy years old. Man, look here. Damn. I didn't know who I didn't know he played that man, the crackhead from um, losing oh. Isaiah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he sure did. Like he played he, he played everyone. No, he didn't play no crackhead. You know he was a crackhead. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was true. They said when he did like Goodfellas, he was on crack. Hmm. Man. 
He was a, he was a cook. I mean, a cook in uh, in, in in the kitchen. What what something like that? And in Goodfellas. No, 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 no. He got he got he got he was the getaway driver. He might have he was the getaway driver for the the, the, the when they robbed yeah when York. they robbed the airport yeah and they they shot his ass because he he didn't he got high and left the damn he got high and left the yeah you I know just watched that shit the other day I only watched it for the first time she was like I ain't never seen this shit, movie before you ever, I know you ever seen the movie to where uh, he was uh, this woman private eye or whatever uh, she had lost the memory yeah long kiss good night long yeah, kiss good night yes. Yes, with, 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 Gina, with, Gina, with Gina. Yeah, Gina man, Davis. Gina good Davis. movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Man, look at that. Good movie. Hey, I always like him in, in, in fucking Star Wars. He had a motherfucking purple lightsaber. Yeah, he ain't yeah. never seen no motherfucker with See, a purple Vin, lightsaber. Vin don't know nothing about that. He don't right know nothing about that. Yeah, he, brought that he brought that ghetto uh, to Star Wars. <laughs> he, brought, he, brought, uh, he, brought, he was the only... Mo- yeah. Look, Jedi's only carry green or blue lightsabers. He, he is the only motherfucker with the purple. He said motherfucker on Star Wars. <laughs> He did say motherfucker. <laughs> he did. He did say that. <laughs> but you felt the motherfucker. Yeah, when they, when they yeah, you felt it when they cut when they cut his arm. Yeah, when he, no, 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 no. When, when he when he cut uh 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 Boba Fett daddy head off. Yeah, yeah. The face just said yeah, motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> you was waiting on it, like when you didn't hear, it, you was disappointed. So, <laughs> oh, he said, he said, but he had a purple lightsaber, bro. You and know. for any Star Wars fans. A purple lightsaber is kind of huge because think about it, right? What two colors make purple? Red and red, red and blue. Red and blue. One yeah. one is good light. light yeah, light, only good. Sith carry red lightsabers. Yeah, they say he had the power of one. Yes, he had. He knew how to channel the dark yeah, side the dark energy side back. back. Yeah. The, the I, black I, light. You got to be a Star Wars fan. I was just gonna say the black light. Yeah, the black light. Right. Yeah. Hey, basically, bro. with the Force in Star Listen, Wars, every I Jedi just didn't had... like this. I just didn't like Star Wars at all. Right. Until you waking up in the morning, and they got the Star Wars uh, anim- animation, animation series, like the Clone Wars, the Clone. Shit. You learn more about that. So when you see the the movies, you know, on television, you want to watch. Okay, so let me see if I can uh, understand what this shit's about. Yeah. See, we uh, if these characters relate in any kind, of, they do. Yes. Super. Everything coexists, or it was either past tense or whatever it may be. Everything it ain't like Star Trek. Star, Star Trek, Trek is just is motherfuckers a, in the ship just yeah. flying around, yeah, just, just making up shit. Yeah, I, you, but Star Star Wars is Star like, Trek is very inconsistent. Star Wars um, is like a the Force is like a religion, yeah. right? Man, it's, it's a deep story, right? What? Thank you, man. Thank I you. I didn't like the Han Solo. Um, the Han Solo movie, I get yeah. that. I get why. I, I mean, I like the graphics and stuff. But it looked uh, good, but uh, the, the guy that played Han, young Han Solo, yeah, garbage. I, I like, um, I like Donald Glover playing like. Oh the, yeah, 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 yeah. That was his come up movie. That, yeah. I mean, they they, they were they used good the, they used Donald Glover to play uh, uh, Lando Cal uh, Calrissian, which was uh, Billy, Billy D. Williams. Yeah, Billy D. Williams. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Yeah, he played the younger version of Billy D's character. Yeah. But we ain't gonna go too Star Wars on that. Yeah, every time good. I see Billy D, I think he's finna fight. He's finna get you to drink a Colt 45. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Colt 45. But the only reason why I brought that, well, why we even went there, right? 
big point, right? Yeah. Black folks don't think. I mean, some people don't think that black folks into like that kind of stuff, right? When it's a lot of them, do yeah, it's a lot of them. Like the, the I, I feel like we in the era of the geek, right? It, it's therapeutic for me. It takes me, takes me from re- removes me from reality. Yes, moves like. you out of the hood. Yeah, gets gets you. My, and my mom's put me on sci-fi. Yeah. My mom's put yep. me on sci-fi. Yeah, my mom loves sci-fi. It, it gives you the, I mean, you're not limited to just basic ideas. And here's the crazy thing. These stories, they're the same stories you read in the Bible, any other book. Mm-hmm. They just have a different premise to get into the same thing. These are these are nothing more, Star Wars is nothing more than medieval stories, yep. but set in a reality with, with, with technology that's above yep. what we're dealing with. Right, right, yeah. right. That's all it is. Yep, that's all it is. But it's all but the the whole story premise is about politics and religion. Love, yeah, love, politics, and religion. Hatred, politics. Mm. That's all it really Money, is. Territory. That's what the whole story is about. Yep, everything that's already going on. Yep, Great. just in another form. Exactly. It's like how do you get a point across to people without them taking offense to it? Sometimes you have to break it out of their own reality so they can understand the premise of it, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have to kind of take it out and put it in some far galaxy far, far away for them to say, wait a minute, this looks like real life. Uh-huh. That's what it is. And that's how you sneak ideas in the people. Drop it on in on them. Drop it in. <laughs> Bow. All right, man. I think this is the this is the point where we need to go ahead and wrap it up for the night, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. We like we appreciate y'all for tuning in to the uh, pull up podcast. Pull up, pull up, pull up, and remember to pull out. <laughs> oh, shit. You see y'all yeah, next well, time, well, man. Hey, hey. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we check y'all next week. I remember. Yeah. I remember Peace. Say that. Pull up. Pull up and pull out, baby. That's right. Say sex.